Okay, I watched half a, half a game of the Hawks game and it, it pains me to do this, but put a line through them. They can't, they can't play finals. So that's the first team we've got to line through. Um, I see West Coast here. Yeah, fuck them. Put a line through them. They're shit. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Dan Does Footy Podcast. You can find more of Dan Does Footy on the website, Spotify, YouTube, and social media. Good job. See ya. Welcome back, everyone. What a time to be alive. We're number one on the charts. We've done it. Well done. Ollie, Amy, well done. Only took a week. Pack her up, I say. We've done. We've reached the summit and we were just kicking the jaw off last week. Yeah. Really. I've got vertigo up here. Where that you do. Up. Yeah, you have a bit of a, yeah, yeah. real attitude sickness up there. You were a big talking point amongst mm. viewers and listeners because... They're, they're big on you. They love you, mate. Are they big on me or they've just got a lot to say? It's mm, Well, a lot of people thought you look like you picked mushrooms on the weekend. Yeah. And how did you receive that feedback? Um, Is that Warrington or not? I, I tried to think. I was like, I think you'd prefer to look like you do that rather than actually doing it. Yeah. So I don't mind the fact that I give off that vibe considering I don't do that. So I'm Are into you it. sure you don't know? I've done it like five times. Yeah, fair like, all of a sudden you do something every week and all yeah. of a sudden you've got a reputation. Do you but know it's a real, people saying you look like you look like you do, but I'm glad that you don't. Yeah. And there was a sighting of you already. We we <laughs> and if you do see Ollie out in public, please tell me where you see him. Mm. But the public yep. and the community saw you outside kittens. How was the strippers? <laughs> now you said Ollie sighting in public on the run sheet, and I assumed it was going to be at Spanish Fest, which was was in Fitzroy on the weekend. <laughs> okay, so let's I, I didn't the first go to one. the strippers. I you weren't to kittens this weekend. No, I've never weekend. been. I've been once ever in my life, <laughs> oh. and not to kittens, and not to kittens. Really? Yeah. One I in hate a, the strippers. One in Adelaide, which oh. I think a crazy horse. No, even better. They serve nachos at lunchtime on uh, South Terrace. That's just so early to be there. Yeah. Um, I hate the strippers. I yeah. just think I I'm really awkward around them. And in fact, I'll pay you to put money. I'll pay, I'll pay you yeah. money to put your clothes back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need areolas in my face. No, it's. I've not. got areolas at home. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I want to see a pair of boobies, I'll just say Anna. Daddy wants to see some boobies. Yeah, interesting. She's I don't call myself Daddy. That sounds really weird. Did you say Danny or Daddy? I said Daddy, but now that I listened back to it, that was a bit weird. Uh, but no, I definitely wasn't there, but I was at Spanish Fest, which was Hola. on Johnson Street. Hola. And I started a dance circle and did the worm. Oh, my God. Which is why? extremely Spanish. You know you're representing us now as well. So when you do something, it reflects on all of us here. Yeah, well, put it this way. It was five days after my bicep strain. <laughs> That we covered off. So I reckon that's very on brand for this show. How is the bicep? We haven't followed up on yeah, that. Yeah, much better now. I just did, did the is. worm on Johnson Street and then... So that was, was that big Sunday? A big... Was it Sunday? Saturday and Sunday. Saturday. Spanish fest. Oh, two-day Spanish. <laughs> wow. The Spaniards go hard. Yeah. Wow. Um, hey, Australia. 
Thanks for listening last week. This thing went bunter crazy on the charts. We knocked off Joe Rogan. We knocked off Trav and Jason Kelsey early and, and Taylor was here. Yeah. So what a, I just we can't thank you enough. Your listenership and just your buy-in was unreal because we didn't really know last week what we were doing, no. really. We were kicking the Jew off. No. Uh, you know, certainly from my perspective, it was a speak when you're spoken to kind of mentality well, in between joints and magic mushrooms on my end, yeah. obviously. Well, I mean, I have tried to keep a, a lead on you, yeah. but I just think you go for it now. Yeah, I let yeah, you, you, you got to let you fly. Yeah, you're a peacock, mate. Thank you. Um, just be, be, obviously be careful when you're yeah. peacocking at the strippers. Yeah. But a great week. So thank you so much to everyone who listened. It's just we did not expect it. I expect to maybe come top 10 in sports. Mm-hmm. But to be the number one podcast in Australia for a whole – we haven't left. No. <laughs> I think we're paying rent on the bloody Spotify charts. <laughs> That's how long we've been up the top. They're saying, you know, some, some bloody rent money. We say, oh, what do you mean? You're number one for the last week. Anyway. How many um, times have you refreshed it, though? To have a look. So many yeah, times. So many times. It. The minute I fall, <laughs> this thing shuts down. We are not coming back. Oh, no. uh, lots of things to get through. I am sorry last week. I said that the last team to go back-to-back was – Hawthorne in 03, 04, and therefore I said Collingwood go back-to-back because there's been about a 10 or so mm-hmm. year gap. No, I said 14, 15 maybe. Don't know. I got it wrong. Yeah. Tigers. Yeah, 1920. Did you know that at the time? I did, but again, so speak, when, sp- say it? speak when spoken to, Dan. Just, I didn't know the rules. <laughs> Mate, you, if I'm saying something and going down a bad path, okay. just jump in and save me. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so a big, big week. Sorry about that, everyone. You really were picked to, quick to, to pick me up on that. The Harley Reid fake article. Have you seen this thing? Who was he compared to? Ronaldo? No. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing now is SEN have gone back to back on this. So yeah. the Kicker Ford boys, Josh Gallup and, and, and all that and their, their crew, they put together this fake article on the back of the newspaper there in Perth. Mm-hmm. And it was Harley Reid in a chef's hat. And it was something like Harley's secret lunch, uh, Harley's lunch secret, what sandwich he he <laughs> takes or what sandwich he eats um, for success. And Andy Marr just ran with it for two minutes straight on SEN until he realised in someone's in his ear <laughs> that it wasn't, it wasn't a real article. And it's, was he saying like this isn't journalism or was he di- like diving deep onto the sandwich recipe and going Diving well, you deep, know? yeah, into like, hey, media, stop. With this kid, it's too much, you know. Now you can't even eat a sandwich. The West Australian newspaper, uh, I don't want to pick a fight with somebody who buys ink by the barrel, so I'm not doing that. But if they care about Harley Reid and Harley Reid's longevity in the state of Western Australia, particularly with the West Coast Eagles Football Club, you had some ridiculous stat when we first came back on air. 30. It'd been on the back page of the paper. Yes. 30 out of 35 days. It hasn't played a game yet. So 30 of 35 days, the name Mm. Harley Reid or a story about him had been on the back page of yep. the West Australian. Today, they've gone with a big back page photo, Reedy Steady Cook, and there's a photo of him wearing the chef's outfit. Well, it's a big story. Must yeah. read, superstar teen sensation, reveals strange sandwich-based lunchtime ritual. I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to be Harley Reid in that state and waking up every single morning mm-hmm. and seeing your name and your face slapped all over the newspaper. You haven't even played a game of footy yet. Yes. Potentially, uh, it must be suffocating. I've, My point is this, back off and let the kid find his feet in the state and play some footy and cover him fairly. Don't put all these expectations. Because if, if it becomes overbearing... Now, you're right. It can become... You're not, is it? Very, very intense. Apparently, it's not real, that back page. What are you telling me? Oh, it's a fake. You, Andy, what do you mean it's fake? Why would you run with a fake story? 
No, I thought it was real. Posted by... That's farcical. Oh, that's far... That oh, is no. farcical. Oh, no. I'm actually going to use the real word Josh there. Gallup's got me. I've fallen for a Josh Gallup gag. I think it's all... I take it all back. I'm very disappointed in you. You just... Can we edit this segment out of the show? You... <laughs> that, it wasn't. Would you signing? A lot of pages of Woodja, which has now made things harder to find Woodja, yeah. I would have thought. Well, I just can't believe when you looked at the running order for last week, no way did I think Woodja would be the star of the show. But people I, love him. He doesn't even speak English. Well, yeah. And we don't know where he is at all. We don't know where he is. And I said seriously to everyone, please help me find Woodja. And it didn't help that your Marks and your Johns and your Steves were saying, hello, Daniel, it's, I'm Woodja. It's me. <laughs> It's me. I don't speak English very well. Yeah, and spelling things wrong mm. to try and throw me off. And then it didn't help when everyone started making Woodja pages. <laughs> Woodja loves whizzies, <laughs> like all these things. So we haven't found Woodja. No. But I will say this, in between refreshing where we are on the charts and number one, uh, as we knew, hard, it, did, yeah, mm. it didn't move, mm. uh, I saw the analytics. We did have three downloads last week in Thailand, specifically Bangkok Metropolitan. <gasps> so I Woodja. can't confirm, but did he have... A brother or a sister? Like, because that could be the whole family. I think he had a brother called Kudja. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Yeah. He had Wudja, Kudja, Shudja. and Shudja. Shudja, yeah. Well, they've all downloaded. There so, you go. Yeah, they are. There's so Wudja, Kudja, and Shudja all in Thailand. So thank you so much, Thailand. We're big in Thailand. We got three yeah. downloads there. But we also did get close to tracking Wudja down. And this is the closest we've been. Okay. Because mark my words, one episode – we are going to have Woodger in here and he's going to give me the biggest whizzy of all time. Uh-huh. We're going to just smash shit in here. I, you, now, you didn't confirm when I said, was he doing you or you him? Okay. You thought I was taking the mick, but were you lifting him off the ground or because I assumed you would have been a lot bigger than him? Well, to be honest and completely transparent, I thought you were talking about sexual intercourse, yeah, which I, I you, clearly said yeah. at the start I was in a relationship with him. So yeah. I was... And now you've brought it up again, well, which is just no, throwing fuel to the fire. I was doing him. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I assumed. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing him. So you'll be giving him the biggest whizzy okay. he's ever had. Oh, uh, yeah. I gave him a huge whizzy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going down in with the whizzies. Yeah, yeah. But Joel Hunt, this is the closest we've been to Woodja. Joel Hunt sent this in and it's unbelievable. Goz, a shiver ran down my spine when I heard you mention Woodja. I kid you not. A few years ago, I was in Adelaide on a business trip. We went to drinks on the last night at the Mobry Hotel. I duck off to the loo and as I'm shaking out those last few drops, I hear all this yelling. I rush out of the toilet and see my four foot eight co-worker Darren being spun around by his arms, feet just flying through the air. We start yelling at a guy, spinning him, but he didn't seem to understand a word we were saying. He just kept smiling and spinning. Finally, he stops and he comes over to us and says, would you like whiz? We had no idea what he was saying, but I think based on your story, we've encountered the same person. It appears his English is still broken, but he wasn't asking us. He was telling us, Woodja likes whiz. He kept walking around saying this until he suddenly ran off into the night, never to be seen by us again. Well, that's got – because this was in Adelaide, wasn't it, when you were doing the whizzies originally? It was big. Yeah, it was. It was in Adelaide. Yeah. He's in Adelaide. So I don't know where he is now, but again, mark my words, we will find him. So we've we'll, we'll got to work on that. Yeah. Stephen Quarterbrain, banned from the show, just yelling at people on Twitter, on X, about Jetstar and how rude they were to his, his daughter. Stephen Quarterbrain, shut the fuck up. You know, mm. I don't want to be rude or that guy, but just shut up. Who are you talking to? Yeah, and didn't address it after that. Just said, I hope you're happy, Jetstar, rah, rah, how you treat my daughter. Hey, Stephen Quarterbrain, put your phone down.
Yeah. Beep that out. Beep. <laughs> That's beeped. Yeah, it was Thank a bit you. of Donald Trump about it, wasn't it? Yeah. Just the relentless tweeting. There was. You saw the tweet? Yeah, I saw it. I was like, what are you doing? This is someone I'm adding to the ban list this week, and it's been coming for a while. It's Bevo. Familiar with Bevo on, on TikTok? Is he the English lad with the big teeth? He's the English guy with the big teeth who cannot swallow. Yeah. And it's it's become just the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So this guy, for, I'm sure you've all seen Bevo, and if you haven't on, on TikTok, you're living under a rock. But he critiques food and says, you know the rules. Bevo, we don't know the fucking rules because you've never said what the rules are. All we know is that you can't chew food and mm. it's doing my nutting. And now he's in like this fight with an ex-girlfriend, a new girlfriend, and he's just everywhere on my feed. So Bevo, you're banned from listening to the pod. I'm done with you. Oh, the run sheet is big here. I like it. Preseason games. Now, I just don't know why we're playing preseason games anymore. Because I went to one on the Thursday and not competitive at all. Just a piss take. I think I could have got a kick out there or play, you know, kicked a couple goals. So I'm calling for the AFL to make it a serious comp again. Bring back the Wizard Cup. Bring back whatever you need to do to bring it back, to bring some life into it. My suggestion is put $500,000 on the line mm-hmm. and then like the NBA, the whole playing list get to – you win that money for the whole playing list because there's some blokes on a lot of money and then there's rookies that were there on 70. So put that in line and the winner of the preseason, however you want to do it, shorter games, tournament, I don't care. Let's get some energy back in this thing because it's a non-event at the moment and it's doing my head in. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that, that there would be a huge incentive if there was like a – if okay, let's say you win and your team makes finals. Mm. Is there like a – you automatically get a home final regardless of where you finish in the eight. Something oh, like that. Wow. Like a, a, an in, in-season incentive to yeah. push. Or even a postseason. if you win the preseason cup or whatever it is, yeah. we'll give you a pick inside the top 20. Yeah. Just I mean make, that's. I mean that's a lot. That's a lot. thing. But actually, yeah, because that would mean Collingwood would get like a pick twenty again, which would be unfair. Or, or like one pick for the new Tassie side gets taken from Tassie to you. Yes, you so, get to steal one yeah. player from the other team. Yeah, if you good. win the preseason cup. Or have you ever thought about? I, I've always thought that you should incorporate in the AFL what they do in European soccer with loans. So mm. I reckon you know, say you get like a top twenty draft pick who goes to a really good team, you know depending on how that works, and you want to give them a year of actually playing, you loan them out to a different team. So maybe you could loan a youngster like to your yeah. team if you win. Something like that. We're going to do something because it's, it's horrible. Something. It's horrible at the moment. And the players don't want to be there. It's just – it's a real just piss take at the moment. But I did take some notes from being at Carlton on that 38-degree day when I was out there. These are pretty random now I look back on it. Carlton notes. It's hot. <laughs> Sard very good. Uh, Max Holmes sledge of chewing on your boot in a practice game was unreal. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be – mate, let's just relax here, okay? It's just a preseason game and he's yelling out chewing on your boot. It's windy and I'm now burning. Thoughts on bringing your own footy to the game? I saw you your story. You strike me as someone who goes to the strippers with a footy. 
Well, in my full kit, yeah. studs on and everything. Did you take? Did you take a foot of the game, or did have done? Oh, yeah, going to York Park to watch St Kilda Hawthorne in two thousand five, maybe, yeah. but not not, not recently. No, not recently. And the last one was, I think, the ball is flat because the the kicking wasn't great. So I'm I just think the AFL should do something because it's it's not good at the moment the way it is. They need to make this thing exciting. It's it's putting me to sleep. A lot of draft picks and a lot of draftees got their first look at AFL football and I'm giving these these rookies 10 games and I'll make a call on you. Mm-hmm. I think I think I have an, a, an ability to, because of me, I've been there and was internally knew myself after 10 games that I'm very bad. I think I've got a 10-game buffer for these kids and I'll start making calls on them. Yeah. Riley Sanders is a gun from the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Colby McKercher. I hope I said that right. Gun Zane Dersma is going to be one who I think could potentially win the Rising Star. Sam Darcy can still somehow win a Rising Star. I think he's been playing for three years now. Mm-hmm. Very tall. Harley Reid. Harley Harley. I'm going to say this, and I don't want people to say, oh, but he's, you know, it's his first game. Rah, rah. He's number one pick, so he's going to be very good. So let's just put that to a side. We know he's going to be good, and, and he's going to have games where he's going to be amazing. My only thing with Harley Reid is, will you, trying to stiff arm everyone on the opposition team, do it at AFL level? Because he's going for stiff arms that I think some other players are going, oh, I wouldn't have thought, mate. Mm. That's a that's a tap cup level stiff arm. It's a bit Jason Horn Francis of him. Mm. Correct? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And the fact that he went down with a, a couple of cramps as well probably mm. wasn't a great wasn't a great uh, entrance to footy from the great man. Oh, he needs more salt in his sandwich. Maybe opt for a Ruben True. instead next week. Yes, you Ruben, know? and he's injured as well. The slushy content piece we did last week about the vault story, which was very, very funny, and it went just crazy viral. The Suns commented on it and it was so funny. Do you see their comment? Did you, it's, it was like, the, it's regularly clean now. Yeah, it's really. now re- unbelievable. The Suns social media team and the Giants just hats off to you. And the Giants choose violence every time. No matter what yeah. post is out there, they are looking for fights. And I love that about the Giants. I love the Giants. Like, they strike me as a media team who loves going to the strippers yeah. and just getting around each other yeah. culture-wise. Yeah. This next part is what you've all been bugging, not bugging, sorry, not bugging, because you're not bugging me, all been wondering after I sort of addressed it last week and this is the first and the last time we'll address it because we're all going to close a chapter and we're going to move on because life just moves on, guys. It just does. So you got your questions from yeah, last I've done week. some some deep diving on some of the you know uh, posts or sorry some of the comments on posts. Yep. And we've got some frequently asked questions we need to throw your way. Okay, so guys, we're going to address list cloggers. Finally, address it, and then we're going to put it down. So, Ollie, I guess you're going to throw the most commonly asked question. Yep, I've got my out. facts. Go FAQs. Now like this is a double barrel one. Mm-hmm. What happened to list cloggers, and is it coming back? List cloggers, I'll answer very quickly, isn't going to come back. Not one thing happened. So there wasn't one thing, guys, where it was either a fight or a a messy breakup. It was just a combination of things that happened over a 12-month period. And business 
is super hard anyway, let alone doing it with a mate. It just changes the dynamic of your relationship so quickly. And we had built something so amazing and things were moving so quickly that it went from being a thing that was fun to do once a week to a genuine business that we could have built out more and, and, and done some more things. And I just personally felt that I could have been and wanted to be in more conversations and, and steer the ship a little bit in terms of where we were going and what we were doing. And I, I just wasn't feeling like I was in those, in those convos. And I think I'd, I deserved to be in them. I, I'd, I'd helped build something that was really, really unique and, and great and so many people bought into it. So I thought at the very least that maybe I should be in on some of this stuff. And you know, regardless of all that, I, I guarantee there's, you know, things that I could have done way better, way better. I, I acknowledge that this isn't anyone's fault. It's, you know, a combination of business and, and everyone's not to blame, but everyone plays a part. So I am acknowledging that I could have done a lot more as well. But our natural progression was probably always to separate completely. Just the way we were going in the content here, I've just talked about areolas. Mm. Like that's very much where we're moving as DDF and, and trying to be a bit different to the other footy media. And I really wanted to focus on that. And sometimes you have to make a decision that, okay, it's great that so many people are involved, but what's the best for, for Dan? And DDF was the best thing for Dan. But I look back now and I go, wow, that was really, really special. Like that was amazing that we did this thing that didn't exist really. It was the traditional media and we kind of, I like to think, set the tone for ex-athletes and other people to do their own quirky things around football. So as I said, guys, don't, no one is to blame, literally no one is to blame here. It was just a, a buildup of so many things that it was always going to end like this. And I made the decision it was on me to make the call to remove myself from that situation. So I hope that kind of answers what happened uh, in the best way possible. Classy, classy. And just shines a light on, you know, if we ever break up, you know, You're the fucked, things- mate. Yeah, I will yeah, burn it's you a different dynamic. I will sue yeah, yeah. the shit out of you, mate. <laughs> um, I like this, uh, another really frequently asked question, which mm. I think speaks volumes to not only your listeners, but the dynamic, but mm. are you still friends? I, I view everything that happened as strictly business because that's what happened. It was just business and that is I, – I, I take all that happened and I put it in the business basket and I view my relationships with the people over there com completely separate. I don't have any, you know, feeling or angst or anything like that. I mean – they came to my wedding and celebrated with me, which was I'm, I'm so thankful for. We have the same social circles. And like all business relationships, when they end, you naturally both players just need some time to let the dust settle and, and go about and do your own things. But there there will be, I have no doubt, times where we'll we'll catch up and have a beer and and look back and go, how good is 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 or, or is what we built like that's amazing but at the moment we just need a bit of time to focus on our own things and and put our all our energy into that so yeah 
finally, are you on 200 plus anymore? I am not on 200 plus. Again, I there's some amazing people over there on that show as well who do some – just have great insights and are very, very skilled at what they do in terms of creating content. But I just felt given everything that had happened already, it would be wrong of me to put myself back in a situation there that would not allow me to bring out the best in myself and therefore let other people down. It just wouldn't be the right thing to do. So again, I made the decision to step away completely and focus on DDF this year and growing this thing out. Perfect. So to summarize, one word answers only. Uh, are you still mates? Yes. Any bad, any bad blood? No bad blood. Are you on 200 plus anymore? No, I'm not. Will this cloggers return? Look, I can't – you know, like the future's hard. Who knows? Like I don't – if you ask me now, no, it won't. Yep. But ask me in five years and, and things change and everything – time heals all wounds. Mm. All clouds will part. So was that? All clouds will part. <laughs> time heals all wounds. <laughs> I think Ollie's off his fucking head from Mexican yeah. fest. <laughs> Spanish fest. <laughs> Someone drugged us. This guy. Um – you forget this one <laughs> This one question by Cypress Davies. Is it because the new producer smokes bongs? Okay. Now, am I bong head or do I pick magic mushrooms? And also, is there a difference between someone who picks them and uses them? Because I'd like whoever's commenting that specifically to just... You've had a wild week. Yeah. I love that people are buying into you. Just, I cannot wait for you to MC. I was going to say, just wait for the first I game. can't wait. Again, I'm going to say it again, guys. Please... Get him in the flesh when he's doing his ground hosting for St Kilda at the game. It'll be unreal. Um, should I do these questions here? Oh, sorry. I'm going to close the chapter because we are going to close the chapter now. I'm done with it. I hope you guys, that kind of filled in the blanks for you guys or whatever questions you had that has answered it. So let's be thankful for the time we had together and let's close the chapter because the new chapter is what we're doing here. But I do want to thank... Everyone who listened to List Cloggers, you guys were on from the start with us on a journey during COVID where no one listened to us in the first season of eight episodes to what we built at the end. So I just want to thank you so, so much for one, listening and tuning in, two, growing with me. I think you've all seen shit I've gone through, through whether it be just life, anxiety we've laughed we've cried so thank you to everyone who would listen and who did listen and i i really do hope that this show as i said last week can bring some sort of that feeling back to you again that's my my one wish as long as saying number one yeah the most important so let's thing. not forget it yeah okay if you do not listen i will burn yeah. this fucking studio to the ground sorry amy i know it's your studio but i will burn it mm -hmm. and i will piss on it mm-hmm and you will have caused this. You bleep it out. <laughs> it looked extra terrifying as well because you should just mention you've got a little bit of mascara around your eyes. So that looked way more intense. Does it look than obvious on camera? A little bit. And I got the nails as well. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> so that is a good call, Ollie. We didn't address that at the start. I do have mascara on. I do have black nails on my fingernails. I had just left a sports bet shoot. And it's so – wait till you see what we've just filmed. I think it's coming out next week. 
maybe the week after. I'm hoping next week. It is probably the best content piece I have ever done with them. They are so creative. Like it's it's unbelievable. I cannot wait to show you guys. Any Crazy. hints or can we just we'll just leave it at that? No hints. Okay. Maybe like say it. no. No hints. No hints. It's it, but just wait. Next week it, you'll be un, unreal. You'll be amazed. Amazed. I have random other questions here that came through. Do you want me to answer these to myself? Do you want to ask these uh, to me? Yeah. Well, yeah. you can speak. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Um, <clears throat> right. Where are we looking? Random, random other, other questions. questions that came through from Morgan. Do you sit down or stand up to wipe your ass? Good question, Morgan. I do a handstand. No, I. I sit down at all times to wee and poo. Mm -hmm. Just comfort, really. Mm -hmm. Do people stand up to wipe their ass? You strike me as a guy that stands up well, to wipe well, his wouldn't bum. Wouldn't it change depending oh, on how? <laughs> oh. Wouldn't it change depending on how tall you are? I would imagine. We're all the same height on the toilet, Ollie. Are you though? Because you've got a longer reach if you're sitting down. How long do you? How far away do you think my asshole is on my ankle? No, no, no. My point is, yes, sometimes, occasionally, I stand up. <laughs> because oh, of course you do. There's, there's a closer reach, but you've kind of got that. But when you stand up, you're clenching your cheeks, and that means you make a jaffle. Not after Spanish fest. Oh, your ass would have been cooked during Spanish fest. <laughs> yeah. That sweaty little anus. Yeah. Just for heaters flying out of it. Right. So that one's ticked off. <laughs> so what do I say? I sit down. You sit down. You nice. stand up. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, dirty, nothing. Dirty Broadly. Great dirty. name. Mm. Uh, thinking about blowing out my birthday candles by my nose instead of my mouth this year. Uh, not even a question. Just, just letting awesome. you know. I can, yeah, if we can bring that into birthday cakes from now on, yeah. just to see the shock of the family around you, get rid of the mouth and start blowing with the nose. It's good to know COVID's done, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> At that's the very least. Imagine going to a party and someone just goes... <laughs> Oh, my God, it's not everywhere. Uh, now, this is a good pickup. I assume this is off the back of something we were talking about with uh, you reckon there'll be an AFL star dating a major celebrity or singer. Came across my desk, but, yes. But uh, someone said Dusty, Dusty dated Jessica Gomez, a supermodel, and that's from Mick Jagger. Now, I don't know if that's from... Mm, we're big in UK. Mick himself. Mick. Yeah, wow. Okay. Jessica Gomes. On your Gomes, Gomez. 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 Let me see. Jessica Gomes. Um, Australian model. Okay. And they did date. She's 38 years old. This Dusty Hell's Dusty. He'd be about 35. Mm, put her on the ban list. She makes um, me nervous. Last question. I don't know if – because this could be from the vault. I'm not sure. No. But Rogus preseason camp memory. Rogus oh, – I do have a rogue preseason camp memory actually. Let me just hydrate thanks to some Gatorade. Yum. Rogus preseason camp memory would be the time we went to Arizona Flagstaff mm -hmm. and just a strenuous camp, guys. Stress, anxiety, training, just tense. And I, we all shared rooms with another teammate, and I had Jeremy Taylor at the time, and just so stressed, you know, just, just really stressed. And Jez went down to the food hall to get some spinach wraps for lunch because that was our go-to, the spinach wrap in the food hall. So I thought, you know what, I've got at least 15 minutes here and I'm stressed, you know. So I just got under the doona mm -hmm. and tried to relieve myself with a bit of Dan time, mm -hmm. you know. And the door opens up and Jez has walked in with his, his spinach wrap and just seen me treating my body like an amusement park, really. 
we're, so that would probably be the roguest preseason memory camp. Pretty pretty awkward to look someone in the eye when you're just abusing yourself like that. It reminds me of uh, who were the Australian cricketers? Fest. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. When was that? The Australian cricketers. I, I think maybe Mitchell Start was on. Yeah, the mic for the social media team, and he went into so similar to that. That would have been that. That's yeah. Exactly what happened. It would have looked like that. Exactly what happened. But he would have been under the doona. Yeah, it wasn't bad enough yeah. that I was above the doona and yeah. like obviously, but it was like very obvious that I was yeah. doing something under there. I yeah. wasn't playing bloody checkers. I'll give you the strong tip. I could have been actually. Quick break here. I don't ask for much, but I am asking you guys to please do me a favor and follow, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on right now to join the community, join something we're building here. When you do that, it helps all of us here build an amazing show for you guys. It allows us to get more guests because they see the ratings and the follows and the, all these numbers and they go, wow, I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. So please, takes two seconds to do. Do it right now. Obviously, if you're not driving, if you even if you are driving, pull over and do it. Follow, subscribe. Thank you so much. Are you inserting that CTA? I'll insert that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Vault. The vault last week. Bring the vault back. The vault is back. The vault. The vault, this week's vault. Last week was the protein slushy. This week's vault, I want to take you to Carlton. And at the time, I don't know if it was in season or in pre-season, but we had an assistant coach and we have Dale Thomas and we have Dale Amos. So after a game, Daisy Thomas has just played. And it's when he's probably gone from Collingwood to Carlton and he's still struggling with his body a little bit. And there's just a heap of pressure on him. The media's into him. Everyone's into him. And he comes off the the field and plays an average game. So he, he goes home and as you do when you play a bad game, you just want to relax and take it easy. Then his phone goes off and he gets this message from one of the assistant coaches. And he goes, oh, well, this is weird. Like this guy never texts me at all. We're not even the same line. Like he's not my line coach. And the text just says, Daisy Dunn, question mark. So Daisy was like, oh, is this guy, is this coach like taking the piss out of me? Like, I know I played bad, but am I that bad? And Daisy replies, oh yeah, not a great game. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, the assistant coach has gone back and starts slamming him for everything wrong that he's done. Kicking, agility, speed, all these things that he's, he's messed up. And Daisy's like, what the fuck? Pieces it together. The assistant coach has, has texted the wrong Dale. He was supposed to text Dale Amos, but he's texted Dale Thomas. So <laughs> Daisy's gone. Might want to check which Dale you're seeing this to. Oh, my God. Walked in Monday and you could cut the tension with a knife. An assistant coach just slagging the absolute shit out of Dale Thomas. Fair to say that assistant coach didn't last very long. That's well, – firstly, I would considering the first message was Daisy Dunn, question mark, you would have thought in his phone it would be Daisy Thomas. Hey, mate, check your phone. Bare what, minimum. Who's just – who's – maybe psycho – who's saving just first names in your book? That, yeah. And surely if you do that, you see what other messages are in there. Yeah. To be like, maybe that's not – when would they have ever texted prior to that? Oh. Dale and this assistant coach. It was just it was just crazy the amount of tension that caused in there. But so far, Daisy's such a good sport. He, he was really, really good about it when I would have been I would have been absolutely livid. But it did remind me of a time when I was sending uh who did I send it to? Oh, that's right. Angry you know when you get angry as a teen and you 
I think I wanted to go to a party. And I went to my room. No, I wanted, I wanted to go to the party. And my mum was like, you can't go to this party. No, because, you know, you're bad, your grades are bad or, you know, you haven't done your chores, whatever it was. So I went to my room, stormed, got my flip phone out. Mm-hmm. And I texted and said, this bitch won't let me go to your party. Heard the dig in the other room. I've sent it to my mum. <laughs> I've run out there. And she's holding her phone saying, this bitch. I was like, oh, yeah, there's this other bitch that won't let me go to the party. Sorry, mum. She's such a bitch. Fair to say I was in a lot of trouble after that. Have you ever done that? Uh, a wrong text? No, I haven't done that. I have accidentally posted a private screenshot to my Instagram story. Oh, a nude one. That was pretty bad. No, but oh. I will tell you this really quickly without going into too many details, but I used to work for a radio station in Adelaide. Oh, yeah. Back in the day when it was really important that the social media team had access to Snapchat. Like it was still important to have like Snapchat stories as a company. At the radio station? At the radio station. And we're talking big three, big three stations. Wow. And one of the on-air staff had a login for that and did post a nude intended for someone <gasps> onto the story. No. How bad's that? How many people saw it, you know? Oh, it was at like 4 a.m. So, But like, you know, Still a couple a lot thousand. of people coming home from Crazy Horse at yep. 4 a.m. Big time. If you have, the let's bullshit. do this. Yeah, let's do this. I want to know what message you've sent to someone that you haven't or you weren't supposed to and how it went. Because there's just so, there'll be so many out there. It's easy. Oh, it's actually, it's not easy to do at all these days. At all. So that's the vault, guys. And now we're going to do, because no one asked for it, my tiered ladder predictions for the year. Yep. He's gonna, thank you. He's going to do some footy. So this is in fine. The first, it's going to be three tiers, guys. Finals and in order of ladder position, four tiers. Finals and in order of ladder position could make the finals. Nope. And battle of the spoon. So in the first tier, finals and in order of ladder position, Brisbane, Collingwood, Carlton, Port Adelaide, Sydney, the Giants, Melbourne, and Essendon. Could make the finals, sneak into a seventh or an eighth. St Kilda, Geelong, Gold Coast, Dogs, Adelaide, Richmond. Tier Nope, Fremantle. Mm-hmm. Battle the Spoon, two to five wins, Hawthorne, North and West Coast. Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts, I'm swapping out Melbourne and Essendon for St Kilda and Adelaide. I quite like Adelaide this year. Okay. Um. Fremantle's good. I don't Essendon, that surprises me. I think, listen, their preseason game was horrible. Surely they can do something this year. Mm. Their list is good. Mm, it's true. But I felt like some rogue additions for me. I mean, if Todd Goldstein <laughs> plays a game, I'll eat this footy, mate. Yeah. Uh, Mark Mo, if Todd Goldstein plays one game from the Bombers, I will eat this on a podcast. So he's just a vibe curator. Mate, he's 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I could play. Um, Fremantle. Yeah. Dude, dude, yeah. Any, I know we probably have some fur supporters, but even they're probably going, wouldn't have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I, I think that the Eurogas one there is Melbourne because I reckon there is a – look, they've got a very good side, but I would not be surprised if in five months' time we were sitting here having a chat and they're – Not in it. Like bottom four. Really? Think about it. Brayshaw's really? a big loss. Massive loss. Oliver just plays now. Just plays round one. Because you of reckon? It. Yeah, yep. 100%. He's too, he showed he was too good for VFL. He's just playing. 
The only thing that concerns me is their forward line. Mm-hmm. And if Gorn, if Gorn is ever injured. Mm, bring Grundy back, I say. You know. Their forward line are things that that really scares me because even I look at them, I look at them as a, not a Melbourne supporter, and I go, "Fuck knows who you're kicking it to." Yeah. Van Royen, yes. Fritch bobs up now and then. Pickett's your one. Oh, I love Pickett. Yeah. I love when mm. he just drops a shoulder and goes fucking whack. That gets me toey. I love that shit. Okay, okay. We'll agree, disagree. We'll pick this up at the middle of the year. We'll come back to it and we'll look at how we're going. Let's look at what's happening in the news, guys. Taron Thomas is suspended. 18 weeks he's got. Taron Thomas sacked from North Melbourne after AFL hands down. 18-week suspension. In short, North Melbourne has cancelled the contract of Taron Thomas after AFL found him guilty of multiple breaches. North Melbourne said Thomas's behaviour was not compatible with the club's or team's values. You reckon? What's next? Thomas will not be permitted to return to the AFL until he has undertaken a behavioural change program and will not be allowed to play football at any level until his ban ends after July 22nd. So we did flag that last week. Well flagged. And well well sort of dealt with, I feel like. We allegedly said allegedly, which saved us from anyone coming after us. So still nothing convicted. Allegedly, he's been suspended for 18 games. Hope that is okay. Joel Smith is a drug trafficker, says ABC News, which is just absolutely wild to call an AFL player a drug trafficker because just not slinging them. And look, we still – I just want to make sure we're, I'm on the same page as the AFL media. Are we still acting surprised that the players are doing drugs? or yeah. Because I think that boat sailed. I think the shock of players doing drugs, that's probably going out the window, mm-hmm. okay? Um, just like society media, AFL media – People are doing drugs. Um, so let's just try and pull back from this big shock. Drug trafficking is a new one. I haven't <laughs> haven't ever seen a player called to be or be accused of drug trafficking. But mm. in short, again, Melbourne Demons key forward Joel Smith is facing four new anti-doping rule violations from Sport Integrity Australia. Three for trafficking cocaine and one possession. Wow. That is in addition to the ADRV for positive in competition test in August last year for which he was already suspended. Smith will remain suspended as SIA continues his investigation into all five ADRVs. Fuck knows when ADRV is or an SIA, but it doesn't sound good for Joel Smith. And unfortunately, he probably doesn't play again. Mm. I mean, it's pretty – I feel so sad for Joel Smith because the media obviously is going to do what the media does and just jump on him. But come on, guys. He's a human being. Is he really a drug trafficker in the sense of – Pablo Escobar type style bringing shipments in. No, he's not. He's obviously a bloke who made a lot of, not a lot. He made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He made a mistake. Okay. But we just hang him out to dry here as, as, as the industry. So I just hope Joel Smith is doing okay. And you know what? As much as I hang shit on Melbourne, I hope they're doing okay. Because that would be a shit environment to go into the moment after everything that's happened. And I hope they win the flag behind, behind Carlton just to give a real middle finger to everyone. Angus Brayshaw, so sad, retired. Such a sad, not sad, sorry, because he's very thankful for his career, but just a great human who obviously has made the call to end his career. And we prioritize health first here. Mm -hmm. So he's very switched on. I have no doubt he'll do a lot of amazing things. And 160-odd games, a flag, you'd be happy with that. I'd take that. Would you? 
<laughs> I'd take any, mate. Sure? I'll literally, I'll literally take anything yeah. at the moment. I'll take anything. So we do, yeah, we do hope he, I'm sure he will find something to do next. Um, he's a good golfer, so he could do that. Mm-hmm. That's smart. I'm doing a lot of, well, we are now racking up a lot of episodes here on DDF. Yep. So I thought what a better opportunity then to give you five players of mine who I think will average at least 25 possessions this year. This segment is brought to you by Sportsbet. And again, guys, I said it today. I was on site doing something very exciting. There is some big things coming out. So please just, just keep your eyes peeled for that. I don't want to say too much. But my my list of five players that you can pencil in, put put your pencil on it and say, you know what? Pencil is placed, 25 possessions, week in, week out. Number one, Errol Golden. The bloke brings his own footy to each game. Just has it on a string. Up at Sydney, SEG, small ground, wing, up and down all day. Just going to gonna have, I reckon he averages around 28, 29. No, that's a lie. I reckon he averages near 30. I've got him for near 30 this year. Sam Doherty hasn't had an opponent since he was at Brisbane, really. Mm-hmm. Plays, trust me, I'm mates with him. He doesn't play on anyone. And I, I watch him closely. That bloke wouldn't know who, who he's playing on week in, week out. So he just runs around looking for the footy. Nick Dacos, my third one. Just isn't from this world. Just like a Victor Wembanyama. Probably that probably came from the same planet. Victor very big and tall and lanky. I think Nick was his brother on that weird planet. And they've come to Earth and he's like, see ball, destroy ball, seek and destroy. A bit like me. My fourth one, pencil in for 25 touches a week. Tim Kelly. West Coast don't have any other players that touch the ball. I couldn't – I you you could give me a West Coast player in the street. They could run into me, smack me in the head, and I wouldn't even know who they are, let alone touch the footy. So Tim Kelly, he will carry the load in that midfield. And the last one, Marcus Bontempelli. I reckon he just walks into the change room some days and says, boys, let me lay down and see how many of you can jump on my back because I'm just going to take you across the line here. And very good-looking. So they're my five players that, guys, you can pencil in. Pencil them in for 25 possessions week in, week out. I love it. I Thank reckon you. you're missing one. Who's that? Jack Sinclair. That's it's very secure to bias, but yeah, I do not, like it. No, but it's true. It's also true. He hasn't an opponent since well, – he hasn't, Ever. He, when's the last time he had an opponent? I haven't seen it. It's always the guys you can mark in for big posies mm-hmm. that take the kick-ins. Kick-in – when you're building out your possession getters in – with sports bet, with your bets, and you're going for possessions, like 15, 20, 25 plus, 30, go for a back when that takes the kick-ins. I guarantee nine times yeah. out of 10, they're just taking a touch themselves, as they should. As they should. This is great by you. Michael Beal at Sunderland. Ollie, you sent me this. So, Ollie sent me this TikTok of Michael Beal, who was the manager at Sunderland. Correct. Michael Bill, the manager, so like the coach, has been caught using burner accounts to defend himself. Michael Bill created burner accounts to defend himself because some of the Sunderland fans were... There's one instance where a player goes to give Michael Bill a high five and he ignores him. So the Sunderland fans are like, this guy's an asshole. Look how rude he is to the players. So Michael Bill, the manager, the team coach, has created a fake burner account to defend himself against these other nuffies that are commenting. 
with a with a, a screenshot of a wider angle of his view, saying he couldn't have. There's absolutely no way. And then proceeds to talk about the toxic fan. Oh like, it's no, the best. So he's got a subreddit subreddit account as well, named Michael Mealy. <laughs> Michael Meal. The guy's commented under something. I reckon he's a good guy, <laughs> <laughs> and it all this is so embarrassing for him because it all. He clearly doesn't know how to use Reddit for one. No, but people have tracked these accounts back to when they were made in 2014, and people oh. have gone, "Hey, give Michael Beal's new business venture player idea follow." Mate, I got a confession. You've done it. You haven't, have you? <laughs> it was my draft year. I guess my draft. Oh, this is so bad. Now I think about it. Nah, fuck it. I don't care. I I was. Oh, it's so. It's not even bad like that. It's just so cringe. I was at the Red Legs Nord. Oh, this is so shit. I was at the Nord Red Legs, and I wanted to go top ten. And there was this draft board. Oh, there was this draft board of like talent coming through in the the Phantom Draft. And I'd go on there and comment, this Dan Gorge player seems like a likely type, 200 centimetres, moves like the wind, agile. And I would post this flat out, just go back at other people and pump my own draft stock. Post it off the page, Gan Borridge. Literally, it was so bad. And I'd go back and like go back at other people. They're like, no, nah, I reckon he's sliding. I was like, you haven't seen him play. He's a very good player. <laughs> So it must have worked because I come. I, I was pick ten, and you never know who's on the draft boards. Would you still know these burner accounts? I would do anything to find them. I reckon I would. I can even find it. I'll find one and we'll post it. And you've just got the best insight on yourself as well. You go, yeah, no, but I actually saw him oh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah. like an extra. I spoke to him this morning in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he reckons everything's <laughs> all good. Really pretty good. It's, it's on. I oh, know now. It's on Red Leg Talk. Right, I'll find. So it. if go guys, if you want to go do some investigating, you guys do like to investigate. It's on Red Leg Talk. I can't remember what um what forum, but it's on there. That's so shit by me. I hate that so much. That is um nah, end the podcast. I'm done. End it, Ollie. We can't. I'm, I'm out of here. I can't do this anymore. <laughs>